Walt and the Reese have been X-Files fans from the beginning. Patrick is watching for the first time. Together, they perform improv comedy in New York City, and now they're doing a podcast. It's time for Two Files and a Newborn. Hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Two Files and a Newborn. I'm Walter. I'm Larice. And I'm Patrick. Two, the Newborn. Two Files and Pat Reedy. That's right. The other guy. Two Files and the Pat Reedy. That's right. You know, I wouldn't have a problem with that title. The Pat Reedy? No, the, just Two the, Files and then you just say my name. That's how I say my name, say my name. <laughs> so are we going to talk about the Chicago thing? No. My okay, jingle, never mind. So let's talk jingling about X-Files. Gonna be jingling again. Wait, what, what about Chicago? Yeah, Larissa and I just got back from Chicago where we saw David Duchovny in concert and twice. We drove through fucking corn to get Yeah, there. a lot of corn, a lot of construction on Route 80. But oh you don't want goodness. to talk about it. And, uh, uh, no. No, no. <laughs> no. Larissa and I have a good experience with one of the venues. Like, and Friday night was great. A lot of us didn't have a good and excuse Saturday for the Saturday night venue. was a shitstorm yeah. of crappy, poorly yeah. managed... Let's put it this way, it rained a lot. Well, even inside. back even back when I worked for restaurants and coffee shops, I refused to work Saturdays because Saturdays are when all the idiots are out. Yeah. Well, we also had idiots. a lot of like fetus drunk people in town for Lollapalooza. Yeah. Fetus? What? Fetus? Yeah, that's what I call people in their 20s now. Baby shitheads? Um, yeah. I'm or still like, in my 20s for about another month, so really am a I fetus. a fetus? No, you're not a fetus. I'm a, I'm a newborn, but I'm not a fetus. Usually comics would call them the skinny bitches and the drunk idiots that not follow skinny them. Skinny bitches? Some of them aren't skinny. Um, They're not necessarily skinny. Well, no, we're in the Midwest, so it's all relative. We're in the Midwest, I, but the clientele looked like the Golden Corral. Yeah. Yes, yes, I remember and the Golden Crown. There go like all of our Chicago listeners. This is like the, the high-end establishment no, where the no, Golden Crown No, the Crowell other, the first venue, goes. Joe's on Weed Street. Now, that name right alone, yeah. Weed Street. It was a party. That place was great, except we were there early for dinner, and it was all these old men. It was OTB during the day. All these old men. <laughs> I don't think they get a lot of women in there. And you You're the only ones. Walt. What and then does like OTB mean? There were females, but they were women. Betting. Oh. And they used to have these places all over the city. They don't have them anymore here. Yeah. Just like little storefronts all over New York City where you could just go in and bet on the horse races. That's right. And this whole bar was an off-track betting bar. Like it's yeah. a place next door and then you could go in the bar and watch it. But in the back, they had a really cool stage, really awesome bar, like the, the whole concert thing. And they were really nice to us. We went there for dinner. And of course, you know, you have like, you know, like six or seven of us, like milfy types. Well, it was me and you know, like six, six ladies. Six or seven, yeah. Six or seven yeah. milfy types. Well, ladies. you were fetuses to them because they were all 70 plus. That's what I'm saying. They yeah. kept coming by our table <laughs> to look at the television right One man's milf is another man's fetus. Yes. So we're there, you know, and they kept coming over and staring, not even like trying to play it off, just old men walking by, stopping and looking at us. Well, not about you, I was basically drunk tired for four days because we drove for over 30 hours round trip and we stood on our feet in line hours at a time. It was like being at Disney with no rhyme. And we were there, the they day. were doing a sound check in the back so we could actually hear the band Yeah, that was cool. For the whole hour. It was we a private there. little concert. Uh, that was cool. Yeah. You, got, you guys just aren't used to hitting the concert scene. No, we, we, we don't do a lot of clubs. But now we know why. <laughs> I don't think I like the concert scene. You know, if it's I was one of the people outside, if we didn't get there early, we would. There was this hundreds place was of very outside. organized, though. They were like, yeah. they started a line. Like they were six. Massive. It was a nine o'clock show, and yeah. they started a line for us. We could get in line and sit. We could line up inside the venue. Yeah. And it was a nice line in order. The the place Saturday night had no line, had nowhere for us to stand. Like we were there for several hours before. Mm-hmm. They're like, when we cleared the tables, you can go up there and. We know the problem is Joe's is a concert and venue. They were rude to the record label. Yeah. They were rude to the yeah. band. That was ridiculous. <laughs> because they had no green room. They had nowhere for them yeah. to stand. I saw hey, you know all these Where things. Oh, we're doing a podcast recording something right now. There's nobody else here. <laughs> sorry. Uh, if you can go, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so yeah, nobody should be down here right now. <laughs> we're, we're at the comedy club, and sometimes people wander in here. Who right? was that? I have no idea. <laughs> Maybe I should go lock the door. Maybe we should get some above city security out here to treat the people oh, that shouldn't yeah, be here. Oh, yeah, get that meathead that was standing yeah. there. So basically, for the, what happened for the... I, find, I got pushed and shoved several times before we actually... They opened the floor, and 
eventually we they open up the floor we got right up front which is where we usually go because you know i feel like if you get there early you should be up front like there should be a line mm-hmm. it's not like we go there entitled and expect to be there oh we expect to be up front like we get there fucking early we're we like, give up our entire lives money yeah to, it's not like we just sit around and oh look. i personally ate and drank 150 dollars worth of food and drink before the concert good stuff so no pbr for this guy yeah, so we're like, you know, we the, the security's rude. Yeah. They're, we're in the way. They don't tell us where to line up. They're not giving us any answers. Finally, they open up the floor like 20 minutes before the show, and I get pushed, like like literally pushed on my way up. Security mm-hmm. yells at me like I'm rushing the stage. I'm not. I'm like literally getting pushed by people behind me. Finally, we get up there. The, the show starts, and a dude stands right in front of me. Yeah. He wasn't there until after like, the first song started. Nose to nose with me. Yeah. Completely blocking my view. Yeah. <laughs> you guys really haven't been to a concert in so a while. So I left. Mm-hmm. I was so mad. I just left. I no, was, if they had that many problems at this place, they should put up the chicken wire, say they play two kinds of music, country and western, and go with it. It was just very, it was a redneck place too. It wasn't exactly a classy venue. Well, in Chicago, every place is a redneck place in oh, Chicago. Oh, stop. You know, they had redneck hipsters. Overall, I had a good time, and Friday night was amazing. The show itself was great. And we love hanging out with all of our Duchovny Act And everyone, crew. yeah, everyone there is cool. The I, just, I just don't like the way that the, the ugly dude came in. Yeah. I mean, if you look at our, our at Walt tweets, you'll see like YouTube videos and pictures. Well, focus of, on the personality, not the look. I don't want to be mean. This dude in our way. Yeah. He, he was just undertrained. Just well, I'm not saying crap. he was necessarily ugly looking. He was ugly the way he behaved. Yeah. He, he was terrible. So, anyways, born again. <laughs> Moving on to X Files. Yeah, so we have three episodes. Born again, finishing uh, finishing up the season. Yeah, this this is our season finale, kind of right. Yep. We have Roland, and then we have Erlen Meyer Flask. So we have some pretty cool episodes to talk about. So starting with Born Again, we have an episode that is directed by Gerald Friedman and written by Alex Gonza and Howard Gordon. Another Howard Gordon twenty four and Homeland guy. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, Which one was that? Born Again? Born Again, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So they have a few episodes this first season where people are possessed by something or somebody, right? You know, we, we had the one episode... Yeah, this might be like the third or fourth, like, ghost story. Yeah. More so much than, like, alien story. And you have another... And we have two in a row, kind of, like that. Roland has a lot of that, too. Yeah, basically. and you have another... Oh, Roland. Kid. Yeah, Born Again, Creepy Kid... <laughs> Probably, but we'll get to that in a minute. Mm-hmm. And before we had the guy who was following around his secretary to protect her as a ghost, so that was a real ghost story. And then we had another well you have Eve, it was kind of like, you know, genetically they're all connected for some weird reason. This one you have a girl who is possessed by a guy who is or it's is it possession or is it reincarnation? Is it it's it's kind of like possession by reincarnation. It's or? a creepy kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pat loves those. Mm-hmm. Love those yeah. creepy kids. Let's see here. We have Maggie Wheeler on the show. Yeah, um, that's right. And she might know her uh, from Friends. Mm-hmm. Um, she's Who's done. Who's that? Uh, she was the cop. No, on Friends. Oh, she was a. Uh, she's Joey's the detective. Sister, Janice, right? Janice. Was that Joey's sister? That's Ada Chandler. Janice was Friends. Else? You know, I don't watch Friends enough, but I know Meh. she had a pretty Or she the one who was Phoebe's friend. I forget who's Maybe who. we should have done our fucking research. Yeah, we were too busy on this the driving. This isn't the Friends podcast, I know, okay? I know she um, did another... She was in New Year's Day with David Duchovny, mm-hmm. which was happened way before X-Files. That was like one of his first, or maybe the first indie film or whatever he did starting out. Right. And I know they dated at some point. Well, I love um, Brian Markinson, who was the now. cop on Continuum in more recent series and has done everything. Ah, uh, great show. Yeah. Continuum was awesome. Um, so the psychiatrist says to Mulder, the look that she gives him when he asks about unexplained phenomenon, or phenomena, mm-hmm. phenomena. Do, 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 do. Oh, no, you didn't. Phenomena. Do, 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 do. Phenomena. He should be used to that look by now. She looks at him like, uh, no. Mm-hmm. I think they kind of had to play every episode in the season, like, just in case you started watching it for the first time. <laughs> right. Everyone thinks he's crazy. Yeah. Well, and, and it's constantly like, 
you're crazy. And then constantly Skelly just being like, I don't know, even though she's already seen some real fucked up shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, that continues for a few more years. That continues for the rest of the series. Yeah. So she... Even after she's been personally abducted and everything else. Well, at first... Oh, it's oh, spoiler alert. Spoilers. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We haven't sorry. gotten there yet. Never mind. Sorry, at first I'm it's played up tea. that... Open your iced teas, everybody. Sorry. Open up your snacks. There's nice tea Before the, the show. At first it's played up that she's telekinetic, right? Or that's like Mulder's original theory. Yeah, he, right. He thinks he's got the, uh, the brain power and it's moving him with her mind. And, you know, creepy cop. I'm going to throw him out the window with my mind. He's got a little... Or did she see a ghost? Or she just seeing ghosts? Yeah, they don't know. How many interrogation rooms have windows, though? (laughs) I've never been in any. I thought they all do. I mean, like, window that you can jump out of. Oh, Oh, that wasn't an interrogation room, though. That was just the cop's office, I think. The detective's office. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't an interrogation (laughs) room. Because she's a kid. They're not interrogating her. She just saw it. She witnessed it. She doesn't know anything. She's just a kid! Yeah. That kid also done mostly voiceover work since oh, really? I looked it up. I was like, oh. does that? I was like, just because every time there's a child actor, I always think like, oh, Where maybe, maybe that's like Kristen Dunst or whatever, <laughs> and they like did a ton of movies, not just a bunch of like Dragon Ball Z stuff. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's a good job to have. Oh, I'm not complaining I'll at take all. Take it. Absolutely. If anybody. Wait, that's what she did, Dragon Ball Z. No, it was just like, you know, if you looked her up on IMDb, it'd be like a lot of, like, yeah, a lot of voiceover stuff. Good for her, man. Sure, Um, great for her. Whatever keeps out of restaurants. (laughs) Keeps her from having to carry a tray. The deep regression hypnosis, I just want to know if they use this, or is this something Mulder is just obsessed with? Because it happens a lot in the series. Is this something people actually use? Oh, yeah. Deep regression? Hypnosis. Hypnosis? Yeah. Yeah, people use it all the time. And That's like, when they go through the hypnosis and they try to remember things right. that happen. But there, it's questionable how effective it is. Right. If it's what you're visioning is stuff, your mind filling in the gaps or, yeah. or if it's actually your memories. And hypnosis was huge, 60s, 70s, and 80s. There, but Because there was a lot, in, a lot of science fiction in the 80s where people looking at past lives through hypnosis and finding, you know, they were kings and queens or whatever, murderers in the past, and there's a lot of science fiction, a lot of the amazing stories and a lot of the other uh, shorts like that on TV. Because we have it in season, in the field where I died, where, you know, he goes back to the Civil War character. Mm -hmm. Remember that? Mm -hmm. So we we use it at that point, too. That's right. And she recognizes him as someone from her past life who he used to be in a past life. Right, I forgot about that. That's a lot of controversy in that episode because mm-hmm. he says, what, Scully is his mom or a father in a past life, which kind of ruined the ship. I can't remember what it was. Why is this so small? I hope this is picking us up. I know. Nah, it's good. You don't want to overdo it. That's right. People want to listen to our soothing, dulcet tones. Um, what was the deal with like the origami door threat? Well, that was the origami was the guy's thing, the okay. dead guy's thing, and the girl picked up origami without any training, and all of a sudden she started doing his hobby. Oh, so that's the cue, okay. and then the fact that there is a giraffe origami means because she said also at some point giraffe was the one thing he never finished, so it wasn't a threat; it was a present for the wife. So look, honey, I finished the Noah's Ark painting in origami. Oh, yeah. to me, it came off like it was a like a I'm gonna get you. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the, oh, Pretty the, girl, much, the yeah. girl's here. The girl is here. I guess I'll so. get you, sucker. But this was also the episode. Well, drafts were yeah. that threatening. This was also the episode with the, um, the guy got his tie stuck in the yes. bus door. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Does that, can that actually yeah. happen? I feel like your tie, your clothes can't actually get stuck in the door. Yeah, I think it's one of those in science fiction, you gotta just well, let it go. the bus driver, the pedal went down to the middle on purpose. That, yeah. poor, that poor bus driver gonna lose his job. It wasn't his fault. I feel bad for him. He didn't also notice the unaccompanied minor on the bus? Mm-hmm. That's she, also on well, him. Back then, people, my, my mother lived in Brooklyn all her life, and she would take the bus everywhere by herself or with her friends, you know, as kids. That's right, in Brooklyn. We're Buffalo, New York. In the city, that's what they do. Shuffle off to Buffalo. Yeah. So, so, Buffalo is like a big, you know, mecca in that part of the world. Yeah, when they're not under 10 feet of yeah, snow. That's right. So, basically, it's a corrupt cop mm-hmm. mystery. A crooked cop. Yeah. Crooked cops. 
And again, we've talked about these, and it, well, that makes sense for Howard Gordon, you know, crooked cops and conspiracy theories, and you know, but it, it's a decent crooked cop story that has this science fiction stuff going on. And he didn't solve this one at all. No. <laughs> well, he kind of did, but not officially. They, they, Never officially. It's not something that they could say. This, oh, this, this is, is an what example happens. Of Mulder being not a good yeah. cop. But no, but they did solve the corruption, right? The guy. Uh, Confesses and the, the three... fish tank exploded. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. We did get a nice uh, because the girl is being possessed. We got a fun conversation between like her and a fully grown adult male, as if <laughs> the male was talking to the little girl yeah. as if she were a fully grown adult male. Yeah, that was funny because he knew right away. So I'd like I like to pluck that scene out of context and like put it in a PSA somewhere. <laughs> right. Treat kids like adults. <laughs> Don't talk down to them. Well, that's what I always say whenever people are like, I'm nervous about babysitting. I'm like, I don't care anymore. I just yeah. tell the kids when they're being stupid. Yeah. <laughs> just talk to them like adults. Yeah, don't baby them. Don't be stupid, children. Oh, Stop being a fucking asshole. Too this much? one also no. This one also had another one of my, my favorite. Like, I love the 90s. FBI like identification computer systems that they've got going on mm -hmm. and it yeah. looked like essentially sh when she put a mustache on the character and then she laughed I was like that looks like one of the cards from that guess who game you remember the guess who game yes, yes where you yes, flip yes. little pieces up and like your person had a mustache yeah. no and then you flip all the pieces down I, that, that was, <laughs> the that picture that they drew looked exactly oh, like yeah. one of the characters in guess who well, this one is. Which came first, this or Guess Who? Uh, guess. I probably guess who. I don't know. Oh, no, this one and Young at Hearts. I always picture the, the, the thing with the magnet and you pull the stuff around and you have to give the guy hair or beard or wig or stuff. And that, yes. You know that one? You can do that on an app now. Yeah. There's an app for that. That's right, there is an app for that. You do that on same, your phone. same creepy guy picture. It looked kind of like the guy from. Well, you're supposed to do it. Oh. What? Sorry, yeah, there's like a couple fruit of fruit flies. Yeah, we're, at, we're at the comedy club and they have fruit flies because people don't cover fruit at night, apparently. But the food here is delicious. Oh, yeah. If you like that microwave frozen thing. Guess who? Uh, it's a two player guessing game created by Aura and Theo Coster. Ooh. It was when? brought to the United States in 1982. Oh. Okay, so that came first. Mm -hmm. But just like it does not a big Copyright deal. Copyright infringement. The pictures, the pictures that they always come up with in these like FBI scanners or like, I think they called it. A, they called it a subject identification system. It just looked like one of those <laughs> goofy pictures. Also, and I, the girl was like, "That's him." I just read something here on <laughs> Wiki because uh, one of the reasons I love this episode is the Howard Gordon cop drama kind of quality to it, the conspiracy and all that. This says writer Howard Gordon was disappointed with the episode. Garden. Sorry, Howard Gordon was disappointed with the episode, finding it too similar to other series being aired around the time. Howard Gordon and, uh, with the it was Fred Hunter with the. Well, I give I give it a seven. I'll give it a six. I'm gonna do a six on this one. I, I, oh, Walt didn't like this. I, well, no, I'm kind of oh, shifting no. a little bit because I need, I need a place to go because we do have stuff, really great stuff going on. But it's first season. It's first season seven, six overall. So I, I'm, I'm rethinking I, I my... to episodes that are coming later, it probably okay. isn't holding. Yeah, I feel like whatever's going on in this episode yeah. could probably be done a lot better. It's way too Canadian. Uh, <laughs> too Canadian, eh? I'm kidding. What's that all about? So, uh, Charlie Gordon... Does he ever come back? No. Charlie Morris. Charlie Morris. No, we don't see any of these people ever again. No. This is a total standalone. And fuck them. Yep. Goodbye. Bye-bye. So now we're Take on your weird Roland. origami elsewhere. Roland. Roland. This well. Oh, my God. Okay. Wait, this really quick. The Roland <laughs> yeah. episodes 23. I didn't see the other one, but it aired on May 6, 1994. This episode would never fly on network television. <laughs> Today. No? No. It's like borderline offensive. It's bad. Two retarded people? Uh, they're not. They're not they're retarded. Asperger. no, they're, they're Asperger's. Asperger's. Yeah. But just. Jeez Louise. That's so sweet. It's not even a piece of bird anymore. Well, I'm, I'm trying to shake nice it up a little bit. fucking retards. Uh, Why are you sending him to Chicago with all that Chris Rubin hillbillies? Oh, That's right. God. I picked up a potty mouth in Chicago. Jesus. 
You know, you didn't. You had it before going. Yeah, I did. You mm -hmm. left the cat out of that. We had it bag. since we moved to New York City about two, like, six months. The ago. first scene of this episode, I get that they're like creating <laughs> an intense world, but it's like the doctors are already like abusing this autistic janitor that they have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was just like, what is this? That was the point. I was though. like, this is. They had better be aliens because mm -hmm. <laughs> that's not how humans should treat each other. Well, you well, know, I think that was the point. To yeah, show I how know. shitty they were. Who oh, wrote, they're, they're bad people. Who wrote this? Scientists are bad. This people. one, this one, who I have it. I have it right Rubenthal. here. Chris Carter wrote it. No, Chris Rubenthal. No, Chris Rubenthal. It says writers Chris Carter and Chris Rubenthal. Oh, this doesn't credit Chris Carter. On this or does one. it just credit him because he wrote because he created the show? He might be the creator. I don't know. Wiki doesn't. I'm, I'm, I'm looking by Wiki. He, he, he does a lot of collabs on the storyline, so. It could have been both. Could have yeah. been both. And, so uh, Roland is like good goodwill hunting almost in the beginning. Well, he's not really. We think he is. How do you say this guy's first name? Um, Ivernek is his last name. Selko. Awesome actor. Yeah, he's in everything. But he's he usually a him. bad guy. He's like the only thing good about damages. I know that's, that's not, not true, true. But he was. He really made damages what, good. Uh, Glenn. Uh, oh, he was in Argo. Close. Close. What, what the fuck? What the fuck? Emma. I never liked Rose. Burn in that one. Well, like luckily her. he's a good enough actor that pulls off the autism convincingly. Yeah, he's I, I think after Tropic Thun uh, Thunder, you can't do that whole thing, the whole full-blown retard thing, because you can't. Well, he watch wasn't full-blown. He was half tired. That was no. satire. He could know. he could have had the Emmy for ha he half tired work. Retard. He was a half tired. I don't know, but. Yeah. Um, they did say... But this is also early 90s, and people yeah. realize that there are distinctions yeah, now. exactly. And this is also another possession. Like the last episode, here's a guy, instead of a child, it is a mentally challenged individual who is being possessed and controlled by his dying brother's frozen brain. So. But I don't know why they didn't think he was a suspect in the first place, because... Oh, he, he's, he doesn't know how to turn on the machine. Uh, yeah, he and can't then, be the one I'm doing sorry, you have to talk about the dude that goes flying. Arthur. The dude that goes flying by the window. Oh, I, I fell out of my seat. All of a sudden, you said the window. Like the fan thing comes on, and you yeah. see the you see the guy. It's like backwards Superman, completely plain. That was ridiculous. I cracked. Although this this episode, the highlight for me, like it was, well, I was pretty much like uncomfortable the whole time. But the highlight for me <laughs> was uh, when our autistic friend Roland there. Kills the guy by freezing his face and smashing it on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty badass. Yeah, if too bad he's not a Terminator, he can't melt and come back together. Liquid metal. That's always the case. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be back. I, I, I thought the relationship with Tracy was really sweet. Aww. That was sweet. Walter. I don't want to hurt you, Tracy. Is there, is there, I'm, I'm, no, I'm not making fun of retards. Stop. I'm making, I'm, I'm, mentally challenged people. Just stop. You are mentally challenged. I am completely mentally challenged. Stop. It's a challenge to focus on me. Not a, oh, Tracy. It's a challenge to sit next to Another creepy kid because they kept flashing back to his memories of his brother. Yes. Who was pretty good. See, I don't mind kids when they're in flashbacks. <laughs> it's quick. It's painless. You can get over it. Well, that's that's because, you know, we it's realize fine. we have a purpose for these characters. They're the younger versions of whoever we're watching. Mm -hmm. Although young Arthur was kind of a space cadet. He just kind of stood there like, whatever. Arthur. Is there any significance to the number 15626? Um... Was that the number of the container where his brain was? That was the that was the password that yeah. used to unlock all those terrible SAT questions. Ah. <laughs> they weren't really SAT. That's just what it looked well, like, all the mathematical formulas and stuff. No, well, you know what? I think Mulder knew Sol Roland write that number at, at the They just kept home. harping on it, so I'm like, is this number going to come back? Well, no, that was it. No, no, no. It's not like Lost with the 42 and all that. No, no. Numbers. What's his name? Harry. Hurley. 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 Hurley's number. He sequence. was Harry. Was it Harry? Hurley was Harry. Harry. Harry was Hurley. Hurley was Harry. Oh, okay. Harry who? Harry made me Hurley. No, I mean I like he. We had a lot of hair. Oh, he was mm. Harry. Yeah. Yes. Well, I, no. Scully <laughs> has a younger brother and an older brother that are mentioned in this episode, and Walt didn't realize she had the younger brother because he's never shown up on the series. 
And when she said, I have a younger brother and an older brother, Walt's like, who's the younger brother? I'm like, that's Charlie. Right, right, right. Charlie. 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 Of course. We're on a bridge, Charlie. We're going to Kitty Mountain, Charlie. So here's a little trivia. I don't remember this in the show, but I guess it's the first time we ever hear about Fox Mulder's father, Bill. Bill Mulder. Yeah, I guess at some point they referenced Bill Mulder, his father. Bill Mulder. Yes, I don't remember that. I don't I, when that did name. they talk about Bill Mulder? I don't know, but that's just, I'm looking at Wiki, and, uh, and Wiki's always. I don't right, remember right? anything about Bill Mulder. Rolling contains the series' first mention of Fox Mulder's father, Bill, although the character would not actually make an appearance until the second season episode, Colony. I can't wait for that. Best spoiler yeah. alert. <laughs> So, yeah. so the twist of this was that they're, they were long-lost twin brothers, right? Long-lost twin brothers. Roland and Dr. Grable. No. But I, I, and I forgot Grable? about this. When, when I cracked up, when they said, oh, yeah, his brain, is, he's not dead. His brain is being frozen until we can build him a body in the future, like a thousand years from now or something. But the cryogenics, and I thought that was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> his brain's alive. So yeah, that's well, kind of Frankenstein-ish. Little... Those little containers with different people's brains. That's right. It was very Futurama. Very Futurama. <laughs> Extreme, yeah, with the heads. That's right, yeah. Yeah. It's like Nixon's head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't like this episode. I'm going to give it a five. Uh, you know, I'm going to give it a six only because I love Mr. Ivanek. I think his performance made it great. Like his, you know, good, you, I mean, good, good acting, but I don't, don't really yeah. save it for me. I'll give it a four. Oh, oh no. damn! No, I'm didn't. harsh. Well, you're almost down with space. Well, Ooh. it's it's tough. It's tough coming at this show a little bit. I mean, it's not as bad as I thought it would be, but it's like mm-hmm. everything. Everything this show does, there's now like another TV show on TV like it that focuses on like one of the elements that it does and I, I feel know. like this show's juggling like a lot of elements. All the other yeah. ones copy them that came after. Yeah, so I, I see what it did, but I think the season I think they were they were really not focusing on the mythology yeah, at all. Yeah, we, like, we definitely got a little more focused on yeah. a through line. You focus on the mythology. Yeah. Focus. And again, season one you only have so much budget for season one and they I think, you know, they're, they're working with a lot of stuff, and they're still trying to figure out what the series is. And uh, we, we have Boulder, we have Scully, and we have all these different writers that bring their different thing to the table. And uh, they're still looking for their voice a little bit here. So we're moving on to Erlenmeyer Flash. Erlenmeyer Flash. Erlenmeyer. That's right. Erlenmeyer uh, Flash. Named Mor- after the great Mr. Erlenmeyer. Morgan and Wong episode. That's right. And, uh, no, this is Chris Carter, according to this. Really? Yeah, this is a Chris Carter. Why? Are you sure Wikipedia is right? Because on IMDb, I wrote down Morgan and Wong. Are you sure? What is it? No, that's not a Morgan and Wong. Morgan and Wong are Monster of the Week, guys. They, I am they on done, IMDb. They, done, they did Endgame. And they say it's written by Chris Carter. Yeah. Well, then I wrote it down wrong. I think you're confusing it with, like, five episodes from now. No, but they did okay. do mythology. Did they? Okay. Did they yeah, Chris Carter, uh, directed by R.W. Goodwin. This is the... Season finale of season one, which is the finale of our season one finale, technically, uh, aired May 13th, 1994. They had quite a cliffhanger that made us wait all summer. I always hated that. All summer? Uh, now at 12, I don't know, it, it, you don't have that thing like all summer, when's it coming back, when's it coming back? Now they have the new 12 episode thing. It's like, hey, when it airs, we'll binge it for a day. And then we'll come back to it at some point in the future. The first time we see this green blood that is obviously toxic to it humans. It is the first time, yeah. Makes our eyes all weird. Right, right, right. When you open up and someone starts bleeding this green goo. Mm-hmm. It's pretty, pretty it's badass uh, chase scene right at the top of the episode. That's right, yeah. Like the yep. first shot is literally just the cars flying over the hill. Yeah, that was a very it 80s very cop well car. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. I was ready for like Bo and Luke Duke to come out and... Hunter and all the other, you know, Starsky and Hutch even, that's more 70s, but, you know, it was classic TV car chase. It was good. Yeah. Was pretty good stunts, too, when he makes that jump into the water there. Yeah. The runaway car. Did you catch this, Pat? Where mm-hmm. the runaway car was rented from? Uh, yes. Gaithers That's right, that's right. I was like, is this why these people love this show? <laughs> yeah, there was, there was a Germantown, Gaithersburg, Silver Gaithersburg Spring. Gaithersburg is where Walter and I are from. Yeah. 
Walter was senior class president of Gaithersburg High School, 1990. Oh, you don't have to say the year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how Busted. Old he is. I am so dated now. Yes, I was in college when this show aired for the first time. The same year we started dating. Okay, blah, we're old. Blah, blah. Not old. It's all so, relative. It was also a nice like way to start the episode too. Like normally. We already have like Mulder and Scully at the scene of the yeah. crime, but we see Mulder's messy ass uh, house apartment yeah. wherever he lives. Well, also we got action instead of creepy at the beginning. Getting called in the yeah. middle of the night by deep throats. Yeah, this episode, you know, for, and from the beginning to the end is probably the most action-packed episode yet, and really fast-paced. There's a lot that happens in this episode. You've never been closer. Mm-hmm. Closer to what? Deep throat walks away. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've never been closer. What I think the answer would be the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Yeah, finally, get Scully seeing a uh, little little frozen little frozen alien there. Yeah, the, the fetus. The, the actual fetus. The original <laughs> fetus. The fetus that inspired it's all other fetus. fetuses. That's right. Oh. An alien baby, and uh, there's, there's a lot going on in this episode. There was a monkey that bit Scully. Mm. That's right. That's mm-hmm. fun. That's the first time that happens. <laughs> Is it the last time? Monkey pee. I don't know. Did season six? Did she get bitten by the monkey again? What monkey? Uh, and where where the animals are before she goes to Africa to find the alien ship? I I don't even know. Sorry, spoiler alert. Is is there an actual town named Artis, Maryland? I've never heard of Artis, Maryland. You can look it up. Yeah, because Art Maryland doesn't have like a lot of waterfront. Uh, I mean, you have Chesapeake Bay, I guess, but I'm guessing it's supposed to be more like down by D.C. It's just, this is kind of like down where we did that gig in, off the Potomac, the Gaylord Manor, or uh, was that Gaylord Manor? I don't think yeah, it's actually was... there. I think it's just filmed in the British of Columbia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was before Gaylord <laughs> Manor. Because it looked, more like, it looked more like New England than Maryland. Yeah. Waterfront. I feel like television yeah. television likes to glamorize Maryland as being more of a colonial state. That's right. And Maryland is like is mostly farmland until you get to DC and Baltimore. And uh, well, that's changing a little bit, but it, you know, it's fisherman area, farmland area. Fisherman area? Uh, yeah, yeah, fisherman fisherman area. Appalachian. Who's fisherman area? You know, so it's basically a third world country until you get to Boston and DC burbs. What are you uh, talking about? I don't know. I'm, I'm in this like uh, anti-rural mode after He's being poisoned our trip to Chicago. Green goo and blood. guess what? By the way, uh, we'll talk about afterwards about what 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 that thing ruined for him. Mm-hmm. Chicago ruined for him or something. But we won't talk about it yet. Oh no, we can wrap up with that. Closing, we'll wrap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can stay, we? Can stay we? On track. Can we each do an impression of uh, Deep Throat's final breath? <laughs> Trust. Trust. No one. <laughs> okay, so that was the first person to say that, and so many TV shows have used that phrase. Yeah. And it came from us. Really? I don't trust you. Are you sure that's the first time that's ever been said in TV? I history? trust no they, one. That is there. Look it up. I didn't trust no one and see what comes up. Look it up, Waltz. Look it up. It is X Files. It is an X Files. No thing. one is two words? No, well, no one mm-hmm. is N O one. Trust no one. Free shipping. What is that? Free shipping. No, no, no. Is that like free Mulder and Scully like gonna date, make out? Know. Trust. Oh, there's a novel name. First thing Jay that pops up Prince. on Google. Yeah, that was after. That was after. That's, that's first reason. thing that pops up on Google is an X Files yeah. image, but that's just the first thing that pops up on Google. Because they've used trust no one. And it's in their credits in the very end. And there's a BuzzFeed article. It's 20 reasons to trust no one. Yep. <laughs> BuzzFeed. One, because they'll bury you in a sand dick. A sand there's dick. There's a lot of, there's another book here. Ditch. And then there's a picture of a person being buried in sand. Greg and they Hurwitz? made it look like they're a giant penis. A <laughs> giant dick. <laughs> what the fuck? Who does that? Duh. Yuck. <laughs> These BuzzFeed articles are weird. Anyway, a little quick plus plug for all my homeboys at BuzzFeed.com. <laughs> we were featured in BuzzFeed with our little vine. Yeah, with Andrew's, Andrew's Elfprov vine. Elfprov vine. That's right. Yeah. Elfprov, Elfprov. coming Elfprov. back this December. Breakfast with Santa. So she's oh, all yes. Oh, trust no one. 
<laughs> Trust no one, kids. Thank you, Santa. Yes. She's in the lab and he's investigating, which just happens. They were separated actually for a lot, most of this episode. Is this why they did this all of season two? Because it worked so well in early Meyer Flask. I think keeping them separate is the way to go for the rest of the series. Mm -hmm. And Chris Carter is always trying to separate our Mulder and Scully. And the only time he brings them together, it's like, oh, that got too shippy. Let's let's separate them. They need they need to get apart. They're, they can't see each other so much. Ooh, it's evil, like Harry met, met Sally. Man. Harry met Sally. Girl and guy he's can't an be evil friends. Evil maniacal man. Yeah. I'm kidding. Um, I just ate a muffin. Mm -hmm. mm. <laughs> yeah. We'll never focus this up. So it's actually an alien human hybrid. Um, they a Sicaria really human? These, oh, the fetus these, is a human hybrid. These can know the guy that they were trying to catch. He was an alien human hybrid? Oh, that's right. He, he, he was, could breathe underwater. Well, yeah, I like right. that theory too because it kind of. Woo, sorry, it kind of opens it up for the rest of the series. Are now I'm expecting all kinds of hybrids and things like that. I mean, if you believe alien, ancient alien theory, aren't we all alien hybrids? And in the end, Everyone. CSM has the fetus. Yes. Smoking man. Yeah, he's gonna nurse it back to health. He follow, he yeah, and he it puts away. it. He puts it in a fucking cardboard box. <laughs> Folder that looks like the shit that I used to have in grade school. Yeah. I'm like, this is where you keep. It's like the cubby holes. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. Well, you I was know, like, this is your top Pentagon secret Pentagon. All throughout Why the. Put my Venus in my cubby you hole? tell me the Pentagon doesn't have like safes within safes? They have cardboard boxes to put their fetuses in. Okay, they don't even put it in the fridge. Well, hey, it's man, in front of the, the Noah's Ark. It might expire. Or the Ark of the Covenant. Raiders of. Yeah, I mean, it was six terminally ill volunteers were experimented on. I mean, it, it's... Oh, that's right. They had the bodies, right? The, the boulder finds the bodies. Yes, the, the floating body, yes. bodies. That's and then right. they disappear. They and, disappear, that's right. In the fish tanks. Ooh. <laughs> no, there's a lot of elements. And there's a lot... That, that happens bodies, not ghosts. many times in the future. This is one of my... Probably my favorite from this season. It, it's, there's a lot going on here. It's good. It's good. Yeah, the season, season finales are, are tough, you know? You always have yeah. high expectations for them, and usually mm -hmm. they usually they deliver, except for you heroes. <laughs> Someone's bitter. I just, like, I feel like they should have killed off their villain at the end of season one. He was too good, though. Sure. You know, they, they, they totally screwed his character in season two, but I had high hopes, because... I had high hopes because of that episode. But now, like, all now. the HBO Showtime shows, they have no problem killing off their main villain. But that's, like, the new thing. No Game of Thrones made it okay. Ends up being the best. That's true. That's right. Game of Thrones doesn't kill the villains. They kill the good guys. Well, overall, I like this. I'm going to give this a nine. Yeah. Number that's nine. Good. Number nine. nine. I'll join you on a nine. I'll give it <laughs> an eight. Okay. All right. I guess in our, in our one to ten scale, uh, yeah, this is the end of season one. This is the you know the pilot season. We're this still is, behind everyone else's rewatch. Yeah, we, we were Dwayne busy Barry today. Well, they they we're were watching Dwayne Barry today. But I got to see David in concert twice live yeah, and and hug him and all that stuff. You so. hugged him? Well, I put my arm around him and that's not a hug. I actually, well, I I should say when I went to shake his hand, I stepped on his foot. I actually stepped on when David. When I went to hug him, he held out his hand. That's not something I brag about. <laughs> when I was like a junior high guy going in for a kiss, and like I went, to, I kicked it out, I stepped on his foot, and after that point, I was so tired, my feet were in so much pain, just standing for about eight hours. Uh, he was actually sweatier <coughs> than you in that picture. Is he? I didn't think it was possible. Yeah. For someone to be sweating. Well, he was under all those lights, and he was like, he needed a drink. You know, he, he there was like an assembly line. You could have brought him another beer that he wouldn't have. Yeah. Drink, 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 drunk. So should I talk about my disappointing oh, cuisine? So the worst part, let's just we got to talk about the end of the series. But the worst part about Saturday night is this place may have ruined barbecue for Walt forever. Yeah. Yes! Barbecue. The problem was this is barbecue by a chef, not a master smoker. You know what I mean? It has this to be a smoker. This is barbecue that was drowned in sugar and butter. Walt is a barbecue great, enthusiast. Great decent sauces, but. It lacked a lot of smoke. I expected better smoke from the pork. My pork was not smoky. You weren't supposed to be eating Shalom the pig anyways. I was eating Shalom. No. Uh, David, I ate a big pig. You're not nice. Uh, you could be a big pig too. Yeah. Hey, I just quoted Lion King. So, yeah, but you know, I, I was, you know, everyone's like, oh, the food was good. I was like, it was, 
I'm a barbecue enthusiast. I know barbecue. I eat barbecue all the time. You think? I had better pork at the gas station in Pennsylvania on the way. And I also had yeah. gas at the gas station in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know Chicago for their pork. No. It's not Kansas City. <laughs> hey, I want some pork. Let's right. go to Chicago. But, you know, this no, is supposed to be like the barbecue place. You gotta get a barbecue place. You gotta get a real barbecue place. I'm gonna keep barbecue. Who the hell fucking sets up a gig at a barbecue restaurant? I don't know. No, no, no. It was, no, it was we had kind of Joe's. It's we funny. had Friday. We had our time. We have Joe's. This was a bonus. The best part we about Saturday. What did we tell Patrick? The best part about Saturday? We went to the wrong Bubs. So, my GPS was being a B. Is that the club? Uh huh. Yeah, there's a name of a place called Bub City. So one of the other company acts that we, we four of us piled into a hotel Saturday to justify being there an extra day. We were supposed to come home Saturday. We should have come. And home then all Saturday. four of us like he's. We heard this was other concert. Let's stay. We should have come. We should have come home. So we get on the car. Dun, dun, dun. We, get on, we get in the car. We get on the road. My GPS isn't working. One of our other company acts puts her iPhone up front. Siri takes me to the Hispanic ghettos in the western suburbs, and we're way out there up Chicago, and I pull in, I said, this is Bub's the fucking fried chicken place, and it was totally the wrong place. We're still 40 minutes away from the venue. Yeah. Yeah. You can see my Twitter at Wolf Frazier. We have a few photos. It was Bub's Gyros in the ghetto of Chicago. Yeah, Bub's place, not Bub's city. And Walt, because the night before, with our meet and greet passes, we got free t-shirts, but Walt also bought two That's extra right. t-shirts. But there were two different types of t-shirts <laughs> they, they debuted for the Heller High Water. One of the t-shirts... Which is a guitar pick. Nice red okay. writing on a black yeah. t-shirt. One of them is a, is a guitar pick. I have the to other show, one's like an ivory off-white. I have to show Pat. I cannot tell him what it is okay. until I actually show yeah. him. Yeah. The this picture. is the shirt Don't tell that him. I was wearing in I, the Birds okay. of Chicago. I'll put this on. because David, where's David? We basically got these shirts for free since we bought the cool shirts. Because yeah. they were like, oh, you get this and you get signed CDs or Maybe whatever. he's playing the parking lot of the ghetto chicken place. Um. So... I cannot. Why isn't opening for me? Should we just tell him? Because we're no, on radio. No, no. We can show him later. We have to show him later. <laughs> we need them to hear his reaction. Okay. Um, All right. To, am I online here even? Let me pull it up. I'm yeah, sure I have it. Oh, wait a minute. Maybe what? it's on my phone. I, I know where I can find it really quick. The listeners are loving this. No, guys. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> this is going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. Because I want to get Pat's reaction to it. Um... Basically, it, it, it's something that would look cute on maybe me or uh, girls. Well, it's about looking cute on anybody. It would look cute on... It's creepy on or, anybody. It is not creepy on me. I put it on. It looks good, except okay. his eyes are on my boob. It's not... Yeah. Okay, it's a little creepy. Um, so, basically... Uh, I've got it. You ready? Are you ready, Pat? You ready? This is the shirt that I wore in the Spanish Harlem ghetto of Chicago, looking for David at the crunchy chicken place, going, David, when two little little, uh, Mexican boys ran by with Little Caesars box of pizza, like a ramming speed. And he took a selfie in front of the place. I don't say they stole it, but that's And he also brought us to the concert. This is the shirt that I wore and how I dressed all day. (laughs) Hell or high water. You know, the picture is David, David at about 10 years old. <laughs> That's a picture. It looks like a David. milk carton photo of like, David Duchovny's yeah, lost. It looks like he's wearing Have you seen my David? a fucking Amber Alert. I mean, you look ridiculous. Yeah. Exactly. He looks ridiculous. It doesn't take much. And, but you thing. always look ridiculous. Yeah, this, he wore this to the concert Saturday. Yeah. Um, With my sunglasses. And when we walked oh, yeah. out, <laughs> when I got out of the car, the valet parking. Yeah, the parking. Everyone's sitting outside the venue. <laughs> Everyone's sitting outside the bedroom, uh, bedroom, <laughs> venue. Saw him get out of the car and just looked at him. And someone actually, when we passed by, why is that said, guy wearing David on his shirt? He's wearing David Duchovny on his shirt. <laughs> because, and I'm like, well, maybe it kind of looks like a homemade T-shirt. He, it does. It totally yeah. looks. It looks like, like something we would make with like an iron. Like, someone, like his mom yeah. made it for him. Right. And it's just, it's it's his picture, and he's got it. It's like a school photo from yeah. the 60s. Mm-hmm. This is from the 60s, right? Yeah. It's a, it's a little chunker. They didn't even have t-shirts back then. Yeah, a little chunker. Yeah. They didn't have t-shirts well, in the 60s. Well, he's not a little baby fat, right? He didn't have t-shirts Was he bigger? He, it was a whole thing he's talking about. He, he was bigger when he was a kid. He lost weight no, at some point. No, I don't think he was bigger. No. It's always a different shape when they're a child and they grow to their form. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it, it, it he wore that to the oh, concert. Oh, it's very slimming. That, that made me now, look Now, Walt, thin. I did leave the concert, but Walt... Uh, uh, oh, yeah, so I'm in the concert, and 
I'm singing along. I don't really know the words, but I'm faking it. I know a few words. I can. Da, 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 so he's basically singing the wrong so, words. And I have a pitcher of beer because somebody took my glass. I have a whole pitcher of beer in my hand. I'm, I look like a freaking Viking, but with David's T-shirt. And I'm, they are pretty much the second person. Not I'm in the front row, but I'm like behind one or two people. It's kind of hard and, to miss. Uh, basically, he sticks out. All of a sudden, David looks. Hey, you know all the words. He got really excited. I know all the words. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I hung up my picture. So at some point, because uh, we are in a club, these three skinny gals try to squeeze to the front of the line because they're they're privileged because they're cute. And I asked, hey, you know the band? Because I was so trying to stop them. Because I know well. if my, our gals in front got bumped by them, they, there would have been a brawl. So I just stopped them in their tracks. At the same time that David looked at me to talk again. Why you gotta be so bitter? I know I'm not bitter. So David started talking to me while I'm talking to these cute girls. So I don't know he was thinking. Look what happened when I leave, Pat. Yeah, yeah, you should never leave my side. I'm just you know whatever. All right, so uh, David's like, "Uh, hey, you, I'm talking to you, and then the entire restaurant is looking at me and all of our friends. Walter, he's talking to you again. And so I look. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He was pointing out that he 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 was had his shirt on. Yeah, and and apparently he commented on my picture of beer. Oh, nice a picture glass. of beer. What the hell? Yeah. Then he holds up the shirts. He's like, "This you can buy these shirts." Yeah. This yeah, yeah. Guy doesn't... He was pushing the merchandising. What was like an advertisement for his merchandise? Yeah. Because everybody wants to look like me. <laughs> Walk around the neighborhood looking like a fucking pedophile. <laughs> Walk around the neighborhood. Who's this fat white dude? With uh, have you seen my boy? My boy. I, I haven't seen. Where's David. my David? Well, is my David singing in the parking lot? The point is, never go to the Midwest. Yeah. I, I never wanted to go. I was like, Walt talked me into going to this thing. We Every never, time we go past Jersey. We've never Jersey. traveled to anything, mm-hmm. like any concert, like for a concert. Like, Because mm-hmm. there's all there's enough here happening in New York City. Because we're like the deadheads for David to come in. We Great. are, but we've never traveled. Everyone else always travels here. We're going to get a Winnebago. No, we're not getting Yeah, We're going to get Charlie no, Manson's Winnebago no, from Aquarius. No, yuck. Yeah, we're going to, you know, we'll, we'll tag it. I am never traveling to another concert again. We can write anything. every X-Files episode name Unless on I'm it. performing, and even then, you need to pay me a million dollars yeah. before I'm to the fucking Midwest. Because remember, that whole Wisconsin trip was mm-hmm. a lot of corn. Although I do like our friends in Wyoming. <laughs> Let me ask you something else about that shirt. By the end of the night, was David's face just covered with like food and drinks? Well, I stains? took it off during dinner because I knew I'd be like I'd have like fingerprints. That's normally what happens with your shirt. Yes, yeah. I'd have fingerprints of barbecue on him. There's probably beer spilt, but uh, but I was pretty good. I drank most of my beer. Yeah. So what happens is beer. when I put it on, basically his eyes are like right there. Yeah. On my boob area. It, it, had a good it's, beer. Yeah, Oberon, like I think it was. A wheat beer from Michigan. It was pretty good. Drank a few pictures of that. They had a good drink, Tennessee Hound, with something with a grapefruit vodka. That was pretty good. And uh, so, you know, I, you know, I, I tried to have a good time, and I looked past a lot of the we drama. We need to start the next uh, So, yeah, we're done with season one, season one of X-Files. So we, we should R.I.P. season 24 one. episodes. Pat, what do you think? Season one's done with. Where are we at? Well, I can only go anywhere but down. From here, right? Not sure what that means. <laughs> it can only get better, I hope. It can only get better. So you're you're you're, you're good. Sound that we've been we've been talking about the season the whole time, and yeah. uh, you know, some have been good, some have been not so great. Mm-hmm. You know, I agree. I'm not. I'm not. It's a, I agree. It's a rocky first season, season yeah, but it's first a first season, season and I understand that. Yeah. I, I yeah. Oops. I think this was probably why you became a fan after season three or four. Because there are some weird ones. Yeah, the first two, that, or the first one you saw was Squeeze. Yeah. And you were freaked out, and you're like, uh, I don't know about this. I was on my own for a couple I love of years. That episode now, though. Yeah. So, so, so I watched Dwayne Barry by myself. Or were you with me by the time I was watching Dwayne Barry for the first time coming up in season two? You watched two? it by yourself. I'm guessing. I saw every episode until you started watching. I really? knew every episode. You yeah. You've seen everything. I had seen everything. No, because when we watched the movie, you didn't know anything about the black oil, and we went back and rewatched it. Oh, maybe I missed a couple seasons. Did I miss some? I think you missed the black oil stuff in the beginning, in the earlier season, season four, when Mulder gets the black oil. Black really? oil. The black oil. Oh, another thing, so a lot of series have ripped off. And what did we just see that ripped off the black oil? Um. Oh. 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 Uh, oh. Um. The the the, the, the alien show, right? In the wall, they hit the wall, and that black oil comes spitting out of them. Um, falling skies. Falling skies. Yeah. Why's it gotta be black oil? That's right. Mm-hmm. But the black oil being some White sort oil of the would black just look ooze. Like glue. Great. 
That basically looks <laughs> like dark, really dark, thick blood. We have a lot to look forward to. Yeah. What's the first episode, Little Green Men? Is that is that what's coming up? All right. Yeah, that's. I assume this one's about leprechauns. Yep, one hundred percent. We, we, we're going to start doing that. In season two, we're going to come up with a few gimmicks. We're going to come like you know, we're going to throw out episode names, and Pat's going to tell us what. It's going to be awesome. They, he thinks I'm they're excited about. about season two. Yeah. Uh, oh, so you got to uh, uh, Anastasi. Open season two, and let, let's see if Pat tells Honest us. Honest Ozzy? Anastasia? What do you think Anastasia's about? That's the, that's the finale. It's about, oh, it's about uh, an evil twin to Ozzy Osbourne, <laughs> who's actually a good twin. Yeah, it's Anastasia. Right, yeah. Anastasia. <laughs> no, it's Anastasia. Oh, okay. All right, X-Files season two. Oh, wait, why did 27 Just Santas come up? Quick uh, plug for 27 Santas. Going that on song's been deleted. Has it been? It wasn't in the last run. It wasn't? No. Yeah, yeah, that, that song's gone. It's rewritten. Yeah, I hear the cheese song might be gone too, but I'll live. So, oh, you love cheese. So episode, I'm going I'm to yell out a bunch of episode names. Uh, Sleepless. Uh, in Seattle? Mm-hmm. The Host. Oh, no. uh, of the host of the Broadway Comedy Club Improv for Kids show, Walt it's a, it's about a, it's about an open mic host who is actually uh, posing as Bigfoot. Dwayne Barry. Uh, it's about Dwayne Reed's evil brother who's yes. who's been on a murdering spree yeah. all throughout Manhattan. He sells the bad drugs. Mm. But you realize those drugs have unknown origins. Red Museum. It's a, a place where you... It's a library. It's a red museum. Can it? <laughs> you, you read. You read at the oh, museum. I would have said it's about the gang. Die Hot... Oh, wait. Die Hot... Oh, German. It's not Die Hot. Die, die, die Hot... Die Verlitz. All right. Wrap it up, Sally. All right. Colony. We're, we're going to wrap this episode up because okay. we're already at 52 minutes. Oh, my goodness. 52. Yeah, like that's a, a long freaking ass. Deck. Awesome. Well, that's season one. I'm Walter at Walt Fraser on Twitter and Instagram and other things. I'm Larissa, Larissa F. And if you'd like to hear about my whole experience for the weekend, just look at all my tweets and replies and you'll see. Yeah, we, we, we had a good time. My whole story. <coughs> we have a lot of videos. I fucking hate yeah. bugs. I also yelped about them. I, I never write bad Yelp reviews. Hey, for those who don't know, check out my review of David's album, Hell or High Water. Because I, I at the concert, they're like, oh, this is David. He has all these covers. And... No, no, most of them were originals. There were some covers. Some more uh, shameless self-promotion. of original music. And I'm at the Pat Reedy. That's right. Go to decovenyacts.com, and we'll see you next time at Two Files and a Newborn. And a Pat Reedy. Can we call it Virgin? Oh. Bye.